insightful are you? Play the new Insightful Travel Trivia Game to find out. See how you compare against the world's leading destination experts on topics like art, history, culture, and more. With Insightful, you can win travel prizes each month so you can discover more of the world. Visit insightful.insidevacations.com to play and win travel prizes. At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. Good evening, Southern Utah. Welcome to the Thursday, April 17th edition of On the Mark. I'm Mark Benson. Let's jump right into it tonight on the phone, and I do appreciate uh, him taking time to visit with us on the phone. Sinaway Noriega. Good evening, Mr. Noriega. Well, good evening, Mark. I appreciate you having me on your show tonight and your fine patience. Well, to everybody out there. I, uh, I really do appreciate uh, your taking time, and uh, I, I have to uh, apologize right up front with all my guests because I'm so late in lining them up, but... Uh, you know, we try to stay current. At least that's the excuse I'm going to use for for the late notice. But uh, uh, Mr. Noriega um, is really big in the push to repeal the Common Core, and his specialty is not only Common Core, but how it ties in with everything else going on. And if you've listened to this program at all on the mark, you know that uh, we – we talk about a lot of the things that the federal government's doing. Just most recently, and it's still going on, the uh, the states' rights with land and uh, what's going on just to the south of us here with the Bundys and the BLM, uh, Obamacare, and all those kind of things. Um, first, uh, Mr. Noriega, uh, you're the author of a book called "If It's Broken, Don't Fix It." Now, explain that uh, that title to me in that book. Well, first of all, I'm a teacher. That's why uh, they call me Mr. Noriega. And I've been researching the education system from the inside, all the way from No Child Left Behind, all the way to the Common Core. Found out what happened. Have been through all the meetings. Have taught in several states, including California, Arizona, Nevada, Utah. And I've taught in a variety of subjects. What I found out, some of the things that I found out within the education system, are inconsistencies, or rather secrets, that they don't throw out to the public. They actually hide these things. And so when you come in with questions that don't have any answers or have hidden answers, they don't want you to know about those. So they actually don't want you to fix it. So we all know that the system's broken at this point. 
but if it's broken, you're not supposed to fix it. And if you do, that's when you start getting in trouble as a teacher. So uh, can I can I add, dumb it down to my level? If it's broken, don't fix it is a sarcastic <laughs> a sarcastic exactly. title, if you will, that uh, there's exactly. a lot so of things broken, a, but the federal government won't fix it. That, that's exactly right. So uh, they, they want us to overlook all the federal power graphs. They want us to overlook the, po- the Constitution completely, overlook anything that has to do with laws and come completely shut our eyes to what's happening. So we know that the system's broken. We know that there are things, intrusions to our privacies and our rights that are taking place right now before us. But basically what the government is asking to do is for us to shut our eyes and not fix the problem. This is Shaquille O'Neal. Do you ever scream at your printer, call it naughty names, or hurl empty ink cartridges across the room? You likely suffer from cartridge conniptions caused by ink cartridges constantly running out of ink. Thankfully, the Epson EcoTank printer is the perfect cure. It's cartridge-free, conniption-free, prescription-free, with big ink tanks and a ridiculous amount of ink. So you can finally kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. The Epson EcoTank, just fill and chill. Available at Epson.com. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will, but we're not gonna let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And there are a number of problems. Um, the the one that uh, you know we've focused on recently, like I like I mentioned, was Lamb. But Common Core. I've been talking about this since this show started. Now the show's not that old, but uh, we've had a number of different guests. In fact, two nights ago we had Crystal Swayze on, and uh, we were going over this letter that uh, parents in Washington County received, and I'm a parent of a student in a Washington County school, and I received it. And uh, there there are partial truths. Um, You can call it partial truths, or you can say that there are uh, (laughs) misrepresentations. You can call it whatever you want, but it's not not the truth. It's it's not the complete truth. Let's put it this way, Mark. Let's call it what it is. Let's call an apple for an apple. Let's call an orange an orange. These are lies that are getting said. Okay, there we uh, there go. Is, there was, 
that's that's what exactly what it is. I mean, there was a bill uh, that went through back a few years back that actually uh, premised everything and gave us the name of Utah Core, but it's under record by Superintendent Menlove on the record saying that Common Core and Utah Core they're exactly the same thing. So when the superintendent of Washington County comes in and says. We are no longer under Common Core. We're under Utah Core. That's that's not uh, something that's light. It's actually a a, a a lie to the parents because we are under Common Core. And unless we repeal the Common Core and replace it with something else, then the Utah Core is the Common Core. Again, we have the superintendent on record of saying this thing, uh, Superintendent Manwalk in Salt Lake City. And we have the, all the all the letters from the governor and all the letters from the state the board of education that affirm that we have right now standing in Utah the Common Core. Now several things have happened deeply in other states, like for instance Indiana just did a thing where it, they made believe as well that they had dropped the Common Core, but it was a similar thing. It was just a, a name change, and yet they are still having the same Common Core testing that we're having, the same curriculum that we're having, it's still all common core. So that's what is so important because parents are now being deceived and told that their students are no longer under the common core when, in fact, they are. Now, I understand in, in talking to Crystal um, that uh, specifically math and English, we are... It is the federal standard for Common Core in in those two subjects. Is that correct? Uh, definitely, that is correct. And in fact, Common Core goes way beyond that because it's going to extend to every subject. But when we talk about Common Core, they but also I, try I mean, to destroy I mean, it. today, as of today, you know, we are under English and math. We, we are Common, under Core. Common Core. Okay. Yes. yes, we are. Definitely, all all our curriculum has to be Common Core. So the textbooks that we're using right now in the classroom have to be common core proof, as well as the testing that is taking place is coming directly from the federal government, which, by the way, and this is a shocking part that even my my wife was almost fainting through. She didn't believe me. She she said, that can't be. We don't live in a communist society. And I told her, we do. You actually can't go into the school and ask your principals to see the common core test. You can't look at these tests and look at the questions because it's illegal for you to do, do so as a parent. And that's ridiculous. That when is have ridiculous. You ever heard, it is. Where have you ever heard in a free society that you can't see what kind of tests your students are taking? I, I can't even believe that as parents we would allow this thing. That's why, as a teacher from the inside, I'm not worried about getting fired or getting paid or this kind of thing, because I went into education for education's sake alone. And I understand that many teachers are are frustrated, and yet they feel this pressure from the school system telling them that if they if they speak out against the Common Core, their jobs might be in jeopardy. That's why I'm having speaking groups and, and uh, organizing things like at the, at the uh, Best Western, I'm sorry, at Best Western Abbey Inn tomorrow at five, uh, from 5 to 7 o'clock. I actually are going to have a, a little question and answer, answer time afterwards, so we're going to go all the way to 8 o'clock. But I'm inviting teachers, I'm inviting parents, I'm inviting everybody who wants to know anything about the Common Core to come, ask questions, and get actual answers because it's very frustrating. 
when we take these questions to the principal or these questions to the superintendent, and they give us things that are complete lies and tell us that these things aren't happening in Utah when, in fact, they are. Now, again, that's tomorrow night from 5 to 7 uh, at the uh, Best Western Abbey Inn here in St. George and uh, inviting uh, all teachers, of course, parents. Um, is, there a, is there a charge or a cost for this? No, uh, this is absolutely free. Great. My mission in life is, as a teacher, to educate. We need to be aware of what's happening right now in our system because nobody else is telling us. The Common Core came in overnight. It didn't have any media coverage. There was no news stations, no newspapers that told us what was happening at the time. And so nobody knows anything about the Common Core. I asked 10 parents, and nine of them asked me, uh, I didn't even know we had a Common Core right now. And when I asked teachers, I was just in California last week doing a signing at Barnes & Noble for my book, and I had teachers there because it was Teacher Appreciation Week, and you couldn't believe some of the responses they gave me. They said that they feared their job was in jeopardy. They feared talking about common core, the superintendents would tell them and their principals that if they talked about the common core, that their jobs would be in jeopardy, notwithstanding that they had contacts or tenure. And you would think that would be happening in California, and that'd be all right. That's actually happening here. I've met teachers here in this county, in Washington School District, that have come to me and said, you know, my job is under jeopardy, and I've been told by the unions here that I don't have First Amendment rights to speak out against the... At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce, like zesty oranges and crisp carrots, reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Common Core. I don't have First Amendment rights to talk about the Common Core. And if I go anywhere, I can't speak to anybody in a negative way about the Common Core. Well, if that's not communism, I don't know what is. Sure sounds like it to me. Just like, again, what happened uh, down the road where they had that 25-foot square that if you wanted to exercise your First Amendment rights, you had to go in this corral. Um, and and if you're right, it, it is. I mean, you can, you can sugarcoat it, but that's exactly what it is. If you're being told that your job's in jeopardy, if, if you disagree with that, you keep your mouth shut if you want to keep your job. That's not right. Exactly. Now, however, we are in Washington County, and I don't believe that the people, this is why I moved here, because I don't believe that the people here are inherently evil. I believe that the people here are inherently good. And oh, I do, too. The, princi the, principal, he, the principals in our school, they're not intent intentionally wanting to damage our children with these uh, top-down curriculums that are coming from the federal governments with their hidden agendas. They don't intentionally mean to do that. What I see is, as principals and as superintendents, they haven't made what's called the Obama Bridge or the Obama Connection. Sure, they'll say, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not supporting Obama stepping over legislation completely and saying I don't need Congress. But when it comes down to it, they don't realize that Common Core is coming directly from Obama, and it has a complete connection to all the other power grabs that Obama has made in our country in the past years. 
And so when they make that Obama connection, then they can see the link. And I, I believe that if we're able to educate our principals and our superintendents and our teachers and explain to them what Common Core really is, then they will take the step back and say, hey, we don't want it for Utah. First right. of all, we don't want the curriculum, we don't want the book, uh, and we don't want any of that. Well, and I agree with you, your statement on they're good people. I mean, they're our neighbors. I, I know a lot of teachers, and they're really good people. But when it, comes, when it comes from from the East Coast and from Obama and his administration giving us the curriculum and the textbooks, like you said, that that's a recipe for disaster, if you ask me. Exactly. And once you make that Obama connection, I think that's where the lights are gone. Because like I was saying last week when I was in California, um, I also spoke to another group that was a very liberal group. And they actually called me crazy, said, Mr. Noriega, you're crazy, you know, because I was telling them exactly this, we're living under a socialist system. Well, their response to that was Obama is not outreaching his his uh, executive power. He's not overreaching his power. He's not stepping on the Constitution. And you know what? Education back then, in those days when the founding fathers were establishing the Constitution, was completely different. They don't understand today... And so, therefore, we need the government to give us a template on education and tell us what to do. Well, you know what? If that's your mentality, if your liberal mentality says, uh, I don't need the Founding Fathers, the Constitution is wrong, uh, guess what? We need uh, federal control over states' rights. If that's where you're coming from, uh, no thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no thank, thank you at you. all. Uh, that, that's not what we're about here in Utah. And no. so when we don't make that Obama bridge connection, that's what I think is happening here, is that we are distinguishing the education system from the whole big enchilada, the whole big monster. And that's what I want to talk about today, is what the Common Core is and how it links in to the rest of the federal power grabs that have been happening. All right. Um, uh Mr. Noriega, we need to take our first break here. When we come back, though, I do want to delve into more detail on, on how it's all tied together, how it's all one big plan, if you will, okay? Okay, we're, great. We're going to take, uh, take a three-minute break here. We'll be back. We're talking with Sinaway Noriega, Mr. Noriega, to me and you. He's a teacher. Uh, both my parents were teachers, by the way, and I talked about that before. Time for our first break. We'll be back in three minutes on the mark and continue this discussion with Mr. Noriega. Thanks for listening to On the Mark. We'll be right back. Before Bunkerville was the talk of the town, we were there. News Talk 890, KDXU. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Mark Benson. On the phone with me tonight, Sinaway Noriega, Mr. Noriega. To you and me, we're talking about uh, Common Core, and right before the break, uh, I'm going to call you an expert on how this is all tied together, not just Common Core, but Obamacare, uh, states' rights, and uh, everything else that the federal government is oppressing us with right now. And uh, thank you again for being here. Uh, let's talk about that, how they're all tied together. Well, the first thing we need to understand is the whole premise behind it. 
the federal government wanting the power taken away from the state. We know that the common core is unconstitutional, and that is period. When anybody else tells you, uh, you know, the common core this, or it has a better that, or the way we're doing critical thinking, or if they want to make you feel inferior, the answer is always it's unconstitutional. It's the first federal law ever in the history of the United States to bypass Congress and intended so. So I'm going to repeat that again. The first federal law ever to bypass Congress since the United States was founded. And so what the government did was try to put in a law and see if they could get away with passing that law on a federal level, but without doing it the constitutional way. In other words, without passing that law Congress. This had never been done before. So what they did was they made it so that the system itself, the education system, had to impose in on itself. They chose the smallest section of the federal budget, which is education, the smallest, biggest section of the, uh, of, the, of the budget. And what they did is they made it collapse in on itself. So we have to go in all the way to No Child Left Behind to understand that. No Child Left Behind was a system that was meant to better itself 10% every year. So, in other words, my fifth graders from last year had to be 10% better than the, 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 the fifth graders from this year had to be 10% better than the fifth graders from last year. And this had to be evolving year by year. And well, what, what, if your, what if your fifth graders last year all scored 100%? Well, exactly, and that's the point. Is we had to improve every year, and at first that seemed okay. Okay, yeah, we could do that. But by the time you came to 2006, teachers were just pulling out their hair. Districts were just crying for mercy. And next thing you know, everybody was on program improvement. By the time we got to 2010, a few states decided, you know what? We're all on program improvement. We're no longer going to take the federal money. The system is imploding in on itself. No child left behind doesn't work. But that's exactly what it was meant to do, implode in on itself, because it never was meant to succeed. By the time that happened, Arnie Duncan just came out with a press conference and told all the states, you know what? You can break the law. You can go ahead and sign these waivers. We'll go ahead and give you the money that you were supposed to have anyway, but you have to sign on to a future plan that, by the way, we're not revealing right now, and this plan can, can, can change whenever we want to. And so all the states were saying, well, I, I'm, I'm going to sign right in. And when I was at those meetings and listening to the superintendent so excited about this rescue from Arnie Duncan, I was thinking to myself, what is everybody thinking? We're signing on to some federal program that we don't even know what it is, and we're giving away our state's rights to education just for a little money. Well, what happened is, as the federal government bypassed Congress and imposed this national law, this 1,500-page document that they just came up with overnight and said, go ahead and sign on to this, well, they, they went around Congress. They told the governors of each state that they had to adopt this. They pushed them into adopting this into their state. So they wrote this law at a federal level, and the states adopted it at a state level, thus bypassing Congress in a tricky way. Now, as we know, the federal constitution does not allow for the federal government to have a 
federal curriculum. But what they did to get around that is say, well, this came from the state. This is, for instance, a Utah court case. But that's exactly what the lie is all about. It now, did that that Utah. happened in 2009, correct? That, well, that started, the whole collapse of everything came to a stall at 2011 when No Child Left Behind collapsed in on okay. itself. But, but when, they, say, when they came to the States, when, they came, when Arnie Duncan came to the States and said, hey, we'll let you break the law, you, you sign on to this thing that we don't even know, we're not going to tell you what it is yet, but you've got to sign on to keep getting the money, right? Exactly. And exactly. So that's what... And that's, that's what, what the, the federal, federal government, government does. You know, they, they write a bill. Well, let's pass the bill, so then we'll read it and figure out what's in it. Same same attitude, exactly. same thing. But, but worse worse than that, because remember, as far as our founding fathers are concerned, the, the laws have to be written by legislation in, in Congress. It's not up to the president and his friends to write the law. It's up to Congress to write the law and pass it through Congress. And that's not what happened in this case. For the first time in the history of the United States, we had a federal law written from the presidential office, from the presidential's men, and this thing was instituted on a federal level without even going to Congress to one single session of the House or the Senate. Now, they used this exact same template for Obamacare, and I'll tell you how that happened. See, Obamacare just like No Child Left Behind, went through legislation. But it imploded in on itself. It didn't work. It was meant to fail. But what did the federal government come up with right after it failed? They came up with these things called waivers. And what did they do once those waivers were signed? They went ahead and rewrote the law completely without the use of Congress at all. So we find that this new approach to legislation that government is now doing was completely a, a template of Common Core. In fact, they used Common Core as that very same template now to take over all parts of Congress. And as we know, Obamacare being in healthcare, healthcare, I used to sell insurance myself, healthcare is the richest industry, the richest private industry in the United States in the trillions of dollars. Now, our federal deficit is also in the trillions of dollars. So you can do the math there and realize, well, the power that Congress has is to be able to fund anything that the president wants. Well, if the president comes back and says, all of a sudden, I have somewhere that's funding me now trillions of dollars if I want to, and I don't need Congress, that's what happened when he took over Obamacare. And then he had a press conference, and the words were something along the lines of, I have a pen, I have a phone. I can do whatever I want. And he wasn't talking to me and you. He was rubbing it in the face of Congress because he had just gotten away with taking over health care to fund federal government without the need for Congress any longer. So he, cut, point, he, Congress, he basically cut Congress out of the equation. Out of the equation. So at that point, Congress has to remember the words, you're either with me or against me, and private deals were made behind the scenes where congressmen are now either stepping out because they will not support Obama or they're stepping and crossing the line. Many people started to ask questions of, why is my congressman voting completely on the other side of the fence now when he's supposed to be uh, somebody that's conservative? Well, what happened was that 
Constitution made it this way because the, everybody wants to keep their power. That's why we have separation of powers. When the Congress realized that their power was gone, the first thing they wanted is not to lose their power. So they made these deals. And what happens when Obama steps into Congress and says directly to everybody in their face on national television, I don't need Congress. Congress doesn't boo him. In fact, they stand up and give him a standing ovation. In other words, now we know that Congress had been completely taken over by the president. Now, to make one step further, since then, we have had all these power grabs and we're headed for something called constitutional convention. That's the end game, where we have the ability to rewrite the Constitution or get rid of it completely. It's a little bit bigger than what you and me would think of, well, it's just education. No, it's not just education. It's not about and all these things that you hear about them telling our children what they will be when they grow up and, and all the data mining. All those things are true, but it's even more sinister than that. It is the complete takeover of our government as we know it. And don't think for one minute that all these things that have happened throughout the years, 2008, 2009, 2007, with markets crashing and the housing industry and the land issues that were happening now, if you have a business and I come in and rescue you, who owns you? You do. You have Exactly. You and do. So don't think for Exactly. Don't think for one second that all these things were not orchestrated. The crash of the market, the housing industry, the auto industry, every single part of the U.S. economy was purchased by this administration, and now the federal government controls everything. Warning. Wake up, sleepers. Wake up, woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. 